Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park I once owned a car that burned to the ground. Would you like to hear the story? Well, then shut the episode off, because I'm going to tell it. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers, along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven, and I'm the guy talking to you, and you're the you're the person listening, I guess. That, that's our roles. I talk, you listen. Maybe you provide me with some feedback. That's up to you. If you want to, the address is feedback at stevenorelse.com. So I have had the worst luck with cars in my life. The first car I ever owned was a 1970 Oldsmobile Delta 88. It was like a cream yellow color. Very much, I believe, the car that's in the Evil Dead movies, that is in all the Sam Raimi movies. He always puts that car in all of his movies. I believe that car is a is an Oldsmobile Delta 88, and it is a four-door. I don't think it's a 1970, but very similar to the car that I owned. It had a Rocket 350. It was a boat it was a boat. If we were going somewhere, me and all my friends, I would be the one driving because I could fit eight people in that car. And we did it many times because there were they were bench seats front and back. This was when I was in high school. And that car treated me okay, but I think my parents paid $400 for it. And I think every parent should try to buy their 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 kid their first car. But I also think every parent should buy their kid uh, uh, you know, a piece of crap, like a 1970 Oldsmobile Delta 88. Because I think it, it helps kids appreciate cars. It, sure, it certainly helped me appreciate cars, but my problem is that I've just had the worst luck when it comes to cars. The Oldsmobile treated me right, but here's the thing. I had never, that was my first car, and I wanted to baby that car as much as I could. It was actually in really decent shape for, for being a 1970. You know, at the time, I think when I got it, it was probably all it was it was almost 20 years old at that point. And but it was in it was in pretty good shape. The person who who owned it before me, 
uh, kept it clean. There were no dents. There were no scratches. Nothing. The upholstery was was all there. With nothing was torn. The main problem was that it had only an AM stereo. So I had this great big old boombox. It was just this giant boombox that I loved, and I wish I still had it. And I've I found them on eBay, and I just can't make myself pay the money to get another one. But it uh, I I would set it on the bench seat next to me and I could use it as an armrest. And um the way my arm rested across the boom box, my fingers landed on the tape deck. So I could control the the tape, fast forward play and without even looking down at it. So that's that's where my entertainment came from because it certainly was not coming from an AM radio. But I wanted to every car I've ever owned I have always wanted to treat like just this fresh new baby that needed cleaning and needed pampering. And so the first thing I did with this car was I, I gave it a wax. I'd never never owned a car, never waxed a car, was not aware, did not have the knowledge that you wax cars in sections and that you shouldn't do it out in the hot summer day sun. I was not aware that you don't cover the entire car with car wax first, the entire car. I covered every inch of that car with the car wax before I started to buff it off. Well, if you do that out in the hot day sun, the wax will bake into the finish of your car, especially a car that was old like that. And so for the life of that car, which wasn't all that long, uh, I think I had it for maybe two years if that, uh, it had these orange circles baked into the car from where I was trying to buff out the wax and it just burned into the car. That car eventually just, I just drove it until it wouldn't drive anymore. And we ended up just having it towed away to a junkyard. The next car I owned, I got from my uncle. It was my aunt's car. She had passed away a number of years previous. And he said, Hey, I've got this big Pontiac. It was your aunt. Nobody's using it. If you just want to come by, I'll give it to you. So my parents drove me out there. I'm still in high school at this point. My parents drove me out there. We picked up the car. We're about 30 miles from home. I, 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 they leave. I'm behind them, and I get about five miles away from my uncle's house. Steam starts pouring out from under the hood, and the car dies. Well, I happened to stop in front of a teacher's house. Now I'm not in, I'm, I'm in, I'm not in the town that I go to school. I'm, I'm, we, we had to leave. We had to go two towns over to get this car. So I'm not in the town that I grew up in. I'm not in the town that I currently live in. I'm not in the town where I go to school, but one of my teachers lived there. I had no idea they lived there. I have no idea where they lived. I happened to, to, uh, to conk out right in front of their house. So they're, they're coming home. And they see me and they say, hey, what's what's going on? And so they take me inside and we we call we, – we have to wait for my parents to get home. And then I call them and then they come and get me and we get the car home and find out it had just overheated. So we take care of that. We get, you know, some fluids in it and whatnot. And I owned that car for maybe a week, maybe two weeks, possibly a month, but it would overheat constantly. I – you know, at least three other occasions – Steam would come pouring out of the hood. I would have to pull over 
and fill the radiator back up or whatever it is you do. I'm not, I'm not a car guy. And uh, then I'd get going again. Well, on the last day I owned that car, I'm coming home from work, still living with my parents because, as I said, I'm in high school. And it's a weekend. Steam starts coming out from under the hood. The car dies. I pull it over. I get out. A friend of my parents happens to drive by. I'm about a mile away from home. They give me a ride home. I figured I'd go home. I'd wait for my parents to come home, and we'd take care of the car. So as I'm home, I'm there for a little bit. The doorbell rings, and I go and answer the door, and it's it's my best friend. His name is Will. He was my best friend at the time. So I would have been a senior in high school at that point because that's when Will and I became best friends. He would have been a sophomore, I think. Doorbell rings. I open the door. It's Will. I'm like, what's up? He says, uh, he says hey, your car's on fire. And I <laughs> nah, that's steam. It's not on fire. Hey, you want to come in and play some Nintendo? We just got uh, Mario Brothers. He's like, no, your car is on fire. And I, I, you know, no, it's not. Just don't worry about it, man. It's just steam. I, I understand why you think it's on fire, but it's just steam. It overheated. It's not a problem. My parents will be home soon. We'll go get it. Come on, let's, let's, let's watch a movie or something. And he calmly takes me by the shoulders. And he looks me in the eyes. And he's shorter than me. So I'm looking down at him. And he looks me in the eyes. And I can tell he's about to say something epically, epically important. He looks me in the eyes and he says, dude, your car is on fire. And I'm confused at this point. And I look at him very confused and I say, Mike, what? And then I happen to look up the porch of my house, the house I lived in, my parents' old house, faced the direction. As I'm standing on the porch, I'm facing the direction in which my car where, you know, I'm facing the direction of of where my car is a mile away. So I look up and billowing into the sky on the horizon is a black plume of smoke. And I just said, holy crap, my car is on fire. And I start freaking out. Okay. We, I guess we'll call the fire department. I don't, I'm not sure what to do. And he, 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 again, calmly takes me by the shoulders and he goes, the fire department's already there. They're already there. They're putting the car out right now. Come on, I'll, I'll take you to it. And so we get in his car and we drive down there and that car was toast. The fire department was there. My parents were there. They happened to be coming home and they said, hey, look, the fire department is putting out Stephen's car. I had a uh, bendable Gumby on the dashboard that was a puddle. The tires were melted. That car was apparently well and fully in blaze before the fire department got there. And so, yeah, that heralded for me. That's probably the worst experience I've ever had with a car. But since then, I had a car that the the next car I owned had had the stereo stolen out of it. The car I owned after that, I hit a deer in. Then a truck backed into me, pulling out of a space. And then the muffler. I could not keep a muffler on this car. It was a Honda Civic. I replaced the muffler three times. The fourth time the muffler fell off, I had a neighbor 
who worked at a body shop, he had me drive the car over to his body shop and he just welded the muffler back on and it fell off again just a few months later. And I just started driving it around with no muffler and it was very loud. And I worked at a second job at the time at a pizza place. I was at this point, I'm married to Karen. Uh, I think Simon was born at this point. Rana may have been on the way. I'm working a second job delivering pizzas. I hit a deer in the delivery car. <laughs> and uh, what was the point I was trying to make? I just I just suddenly lost it. Oh, yeah. I, I was working uh, delivering pizzas for this uh, pizza place. And one of the kids I worked with that worked at that that went to high school he mentioned something about my fast Honda Civic and I kind of laughed at him because it was a four speed that lost power going uphill well he assumed because it was a Honda Civic and because it was loud that I had it modified as a street racer <laughs> yeah so uh since then I think since then I I've had mediocre luck with cars. The the car I owned after that was a Toyota Corolla and it didn't it the only problem with it was that the AC didn't work. After I got rid of it, I'm I got the CRV that I'm driving right now. Uh I had a big problem with the brakes not that long ago. The AC went out on it, but I've since got it fixed. And then of course just recently somebody rear-ended me. I've never owned a brand new car. The closest I've ever come was a Nissan Altima, which was a lease car. When I bought it, it only had 20,000 miles on it. It was the newest car I had ever owned. It was my pride and my joy. It never caused me any problems. Nothing ever bad happened to it, but I couldn't afford to keep up the payments, so I sold it to my brother. So yeah, as much as I'd want to buy a brand new car, there's a big part of me that is really nervous about doing so because I have a feeling that the moment I bought a new car, I'd probably drive it off a cliff after I left the lot. Have you had any issues with cars? Are you a car person? Tell me your biggest, your greatest, your worst, your most horrific. Well, I don't want to hear really bad stuff because, you know, let's not, I don't want to open up any wounds, but tell me about some, some, uh, you know, just some bad crap that's happened to your car. You know, have it has a t- has. Uh, you know, <sighs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, that's it. That's my that's my that's my episode today. If uh, you want to send me your car story, send that to feedback at stevenrls.com. So until next time, I'm Stephen, and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 